0: So tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back to Chicago once again. Now we know our brothers and sisters in Chicago have been dealing with a migrant crisis and this particular crisis was created by the U S government and the things they have been doing to the country of Venezuela. Now there is a town hall that was hosted by representative Jonathan Jackson. He is the son of Reverend Jesse Jackson. He is a new congressman, but he wanted to start to address the issues and problems with the migrants and have a town hall with the people. So we're gonna want to run this first clip. Now, I want to run this first clip because people talk about the migrants coming to Chicago, coming to New York, et cetera. But some people don't really know what caused it, how the United States government caused the problems that Chicago is dealing with right now. So I'm gonna roll this clip, so you can do because I, I want you to hear, because Representative Jackson is actually spot on on everything he's about to say here, at least with what caused the problem. Let's go ahead and roll that clip. Where are the migrants
1: coming from in this wave? The migrants in large part are coming from Venezuela. What's happened in Venezuela? The United States, after the President Hugo Chavez came to power almost 15 years ago, he has since, uh, has died. Uh, he was a socialist and was doing a lot of economic reforms. There was a backlash against his government by the United States, so we started uh, doing a embargo, blocking his oil sales. Then, from there, we started the sanctions under the Trump administration. So, what's happened in the last 15 years in Venezuela is they've had the equivalent of three great depressions. So this is one of the wealthiest countries on earth if they could sell their oil. But they've had the equivalent of three Great Depressions. So now over seven million people have had to leave their country. Many of the people that you're seeing in these shelters and police stations over, had a house, had an apartment, had a place to stay. But because we've taken them out of the foreign exchange process, the United States government, you cannot use a US credit card in Venezuela. They cannot sell their oil to the United States. They have suffered three great depressions. And because we're the only country in the region in the world that has a problem with Venezuela, they want to leave. And in turn, the bordering countries end up welcoming them and transporting them to the next city, to the next city, all the way to the Mexican border. So from Caracas, Venezuela to Chicago, Illinois is 2,499 miles. You can walk to Caracas, Venezuela. You can drive to Caracas, Venezuela. You can bicycle to Caracas, Venezuela. You don't need to fly, you don't need to take a boat. It's one contiguous landmass, is what I want people to understand. And then we're gonna go into a deeper dive on how did we get to this current challenge. The migrant crisis timeline starts when Hugo Chavez is elected. There's uh, repercussions, the United States wasn't happy. Um, Mr. Chavez has since uh, deceased. And then uh, Maduro came in there and the United States got even more uh, selective in its prosecution and sanctions against them. Then he had a failed coup attempt in 2018. Then the United States puts in sanctions on the oil. They also own the Citgo oil company. The Venezuelan oil company has hyperinflation we're talking about the 4 and 5% that we have on eggs and milk they started having 75 and 100 and 200% inflation so people could no longer eat there and now the imports resume eventually increasing to 153,000 barrels of crude oil a day they had been totally shut down president biden 3 weeks ago lifted some of these sanctions so they could start selling oil so fewer people would be leaving why do we have to deal with this because there are over 400,000 people from Colombia and up the Pan American Highway that are trying to get here. So, this is only the beginning of the wave. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. In Venezuela, highly dependent on fossil fuel, the sanctions have uh, contributed to their economic hardship, and their inflation rate has been hovering at around 300%. That is why people have had to leave the country to come here. The impact on the city of Chicago, and our region specifically, has created more social unrest. There's been a disruption of public services. I, like many of you, have gone into a police station, and it is simply awful that the This reduces the amount of time from which the police can leave and get to our houses when we're experiencing crime. This is why we all have to deal with this here. The last part is the uncertainty of the next steps. I was with Mayor Johnson this past week in Washington, D.C. He asked the president's chief of staff for $5 billion in additional funding so that we can offset this, not just for Chicago, but the six urban markets that Governor Greg Abbott is sending migrant
0: populations to. So as you heard, the sanctions that the United States have put on Venezuela and the problems that the United States have caused Venezuela ever since way back to the nineties, right? That's what's caused the problem. Now he said that Venezuela had an equivalent to three great depressions. Inflation is up 300%. You look at the inflation in this country. We're not even at 50% inflation. And look at how we are upset. Look at how a lot of us are suffering. So imagine your inflation goes all the way up to 300% your currency is not worth much at that moment. You're struggling, you're suffering. Now, as you heard him say, Venezuela is very all rich. If they could sell their oil, they would be a very, very rich country where well, then people don't have to come up here. Right? But the United States have done this mess all over the world. You look at it right now, when you hear South Africans complaining, say, Oh, so many Venezuelans coming over here. It is the United States with their sanctions and the EU, both of them together still sanctioning Zimbabwe because Robert Mugabe, how dare he remove just 4,000 white people who were colonizers off of Zimbabwean land, gave their land back to the Zimbabwe people. And because Robert Mugabe, how dare he did that. They have been putting crippling sanctions on Zimbabwe ever since. Even our so-called first back black president did not even remove the sanctions off of Zimbabwe. Did't do it. He was in there eight years. He could have did that and he didn't. That's the stuff we talk about when it comes to Obama. Now, with that being known and, 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 and a lot of our problems here in America is created by U.S foreign policy. It is. I want you to hear what some of these brothers and sisters are going to talk about. They're very upset and rightfully so. So let's go ahead and roll this clip. NPR reported from August of last year
2: to December of this year, they will spend $252 million on the migrants. $252 million. 17,000 migrants come into this city. And just in Chicago. If we just break that in half and they become families, you got 8,500 families. Hispanics have 3.5 children. I'm submitting to you, in one generation, just one generation, the black vote will be null. They will have an additional 24,000 people on the voting rolls, along with the Hispanic population already here. They're playing chess and you all are playing checkers. You are damning our youth our next generation to poverty, by you all doing these political speeches. One generation, our youth, our vote will be null in all these six sanctuary cities. And what are you gonna do about that?
1: Thank you very much. Um, The first thing we have to do is to make sure that those that are coming here unlawfully stop. I don't have anything to do with persons' reproduction levels. If people want to have more children, you certainly can. Second part is two thirds of our hemisphere, you know, speak Spanish. They're not Americans in general. So there's a natural balance of people that are non English speaking in our own hemisphere that can walk up here all the time. The third part that we have to be very much concerned about is we can't lose our land and be moved off of it because of government policy. I am focused on the housing issues because the housing and the jobs is what keeps us as residents of this district and in the residents of the Illinois. The first stat I threw out to you was 200,000 people, African-Americans, have moved off our land in the first two decades. That's a federal issue. That's why I work with Congresswoman Maxine Waters. That's why we've introduced with the Congressional Black Caucus to have additional funding to make sure we have housing.
2: Address the issue. Okay, I'm you, you sorry. Dance, wait a minute. You dance all around it. Okay. You do not, you do not give any specific solutions on what you want to do. Anybody can stop. Okay, no, 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 thank you. Hold on. let me, it, my no, 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 let let me, me ask you. Can you help me with the solution you'd like to see me do? Surely. I can help you with a solution. I can give you, real, I got, give you one simple answer. Send them back. That's the only solution. That's it. Other than that, they will surpass us. And it it's math. It's simple math. They will overtake us in numbers at the rate that they have kids. They cannot be U.S. citizens. You are dooming our next generation to subservitude. I'm telling you this. Okay. It's just simple math. I know. But That's let me it. See. It's simple math. I'm very good Count.
1: at math. Let me share something with you. Most of the persons that are, trying, that are here right now,
2: under the technical definition, do not qualify for asylum. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the children that they have. They will be US citizens, and they will have a voting block. All we have to do now is look at the Hispanic voting block they have now. They get everything they want. Look at our communities. You should see the schools that they have, as compared to the schools that our children attend. It is simple math. Count. That's all you have to do. Okay, thank you. One generation.
3: Thank you, sir. The um, light-skinned, Spanish-speaking immigrants, and they're not focused on the black immigrants. Um, Last week, we had 30 families. We needed to translate in Creole um, how to apply for asylum, how to get phones, how to get tablets. We don't have any support from the city. We don't have any support from the federal government. These are just volunteers that I was able to recruit in order to get to do this work. We had the general manager of the Hyatt that was willing to give us space. We had a, a, it's called the Dirty Laundry. It's a black owned business in Hyatt Park that was willing to give those immigrants an opportunity to clean their clothes. So when people are very upset and they're speaking, I want you to be cognizant of the fact that it's not just these light skinned Spanish, which are black descendants, but light skinned Spanish people. There are immigrants like my parents who come from Haiti, okay? I'm first generation. There's a lot of us here in Illinois. There's a lot of us that have been supporting the Jackson family for years, and we already know that your father supports us. But I want you to remember us because we do need you to take that, that title to transfer the interference that the United States government has had in the country of Haiti so that we can stay home Don't nobody want to be in no 30 degree weather when we got 80 degree weather in Haiti. Don't nobody want any um, gang affiliated governments. We want to be free. We want to be democratic, but we're coming to the United States because we don't have any help. The president of Haiti was assassinated. There were 14,000 of us in Texas, as you know, and what happened to us? We were bust, and when we were whipped, With the horses, all of a sudden we weren't on the news anymore, and it was only the Spanish. So when we're thinking about these immigrants and these migrants that are here in Chicago, I don't want you to forget the black ones, like my family, like my friends. I want you to take care of us. I want you to help us, and I want you to encourage other congressmen, other black congressmen, to encourage the United States to stop interfering. We don't want to be here. We would love to stay home. So please, Congressman if you can do that for us thank you immigrants can come
1: into this country and get a stipend link a free roman board free child care and some of them are getting social security and when my ancestors were released from slavery they got the clothes on their back but yet they were told to be happy So why am I and everyone in this country footing the bill for people who are
2: non-Americans, who don't vote, who don't fight in any of our wars, who've never paid a tax, and we're told that if we say anything, we're xenophobic? Tell
0: me why. Tell us all why.
1: I I want to know. I think it's wrong. I mean, it shouldn't happen, but this is a U.S. immigration
0: System we have that is broken. Let's do, go ahead and address just those three people that spoke. If we look at our brother and he's speaking about the sheer numbers that's coming over and how many children that they have, and yes, you can't even outpopulate or you can't even keep up with that many people coming into the country. We don't have that many black people, even black immigrants, coming to the country like that, and they're coming with kids in tow. So their brother said within one generation, the black vote won't even matter. He's right if they decide to vote, but a lot of them don't vote, but he kept bringing up something. And I say, you know, we got to take collective responsibility on what I'm about to say here. He kept mentioning, he said they having children, they have 3.5 children. I don't know why people say 0.5 of anything. What is a half a child? Either you're going to have three, two, one 3.5 or 2.5. What is the 2.5? I mean, what is that? That doesn't make sense. Are you calling the 0.5? Like the dog or something? Is that part of the children? I don't know. So they have on average three children and you're talking about them populating. That could, that that's definitely going could happen, but let's take personal responsibility in our community. What do you mean by that Phil? We wouldn't be having some of this problem right now if we didn't abort over 20 million black children. You see that's starting to come up and burn us in the butt. Now we don't have 20 million people. We should be 60 plus million strong, 70 plus million strong, right? Even more. I say 70 plus million strong in this country, but people have listened to the folks, particularly the Democrats, cause they promote that and they have convinced you that you're poor. You don't have no money. They've convinced you, Oh, you don't need a kid right now, but you sure can do things to go get a kid. But when it comes time to be responsible and take care of a child, Oh, you just go ahead and get rid of your child. And now you're starting to see what happens with that. See these other people that's coming in, they don't do that. That's not an option. Actually, they're in dire, more dire straits. than a lot of us is when they come into this country and they still don't get rid of their children. You understand? They're still having children, three, four, five, six children, and they struggle and and do what they got to do for their children. So we got to go ahead on and take that. The fear of them out populating us, that is a possibility if you keep the Democrats in office is definitely a possibility because Biden has to flood gates open for him. Hey, come on in. You're welcome. Come on in. We and, and need to support any policies that make it more difficult to get rid of children. We need to support that because we need the numbers. We need children in our community. We need to be have families, not just have a bunch of single mothers. I don't support that, but we need to have families. We need prioritize family. Families need to be fashionable in the black community. Like like y'all like to wear these name brands. They got white people's name on them, and y'all think y'all oh you driving a car that that's that's a German car or a Japanese car or or whatever car you're driving. You think you're something because you're driving this car. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Having a wife, having a husband, and some children should be a status symbol in the black community, too, because at one point in time it was. Having a a husband, having a wife, having some children, it was looked at as something to aspire to, and we need to get back to that because these other groups that's coming in, no matter where they come from, they prioritize family, mama, daddy, children, grandma, aunties, uncles. They prioritize that even Africans prioritize that. We need to get back to family. If you're talking about the next generation, the best thing you could do is say family creation and create more children in our community and shame anybody walking around here talking about just getting rid of their children. Shame that single parent mindset. Shame that shame the, the, the whoredom culture shame that because that does not produce families in our community. We have to take responsibility on that. And at the same time, the Democrats can't be just letting these people come in wholesale and the, the policy, they need to lift the sanctions on them. People lift the sanctions on them. All of them. Let them people sell they all in the world market. Let them people make their bags. And then you know they're making it they bag. hey, send them back. Because, hey, the sanctions gone, y'all selling all, y'all gone. Y'all out of here. All y'all gone. Let's go. Go back home. He's right on that. They need to go. But at the same time, you can't send them to chaos. So since, y'all could, since they created the problem, they need to go ahead and lift the sanctions and all that and send them back. Now, the second sister that was talking, the one the the Haitian sister, I like what she said when she said that we really don't want to be here. We actually want to stay in our homeland. Basically they want to stay in Haiti and live their life. But because of the interference of the folks in Haiti causing calamity in Haiti is why they come over here too. You have to understand a lot of that immigration that happens over here is because of the U S foreign policy. A lot of us getting, a lot of us getting mad and say, oh, why are all these people coming over here? But you're not really knowing the story. Why are they coming over here? You just see the people showing up. And if they start taking resources from us, we get upset by that. But, but, but Biden has been real bad about interfering with a whole lot more things than Trump did. And when Biden got in office, the first thing he started doing is trying to interfere in Ethiopia and cause problems in Ethiopia. That was one of the first things that he chose to do. I said, look what Biden doing. He's called trying to cause problems in Ethiopia. Then he gets in office. All of a sudden now has a problem in Sudan. When Trump was in office and we didn't see all the problems in the African continent. Then he's trying to beef with South Africa. He's trying to beef with them. Every time you look up, he's trying to do something. So when the Haitians tried to come over here, as that sister talked about, they didn't roll out the red carpet for them. They didn't put them uh, up in hotels and all of that for the Haitians. They didn't do that. They treated them, uh, beating on them, treating them any old kind of way. There's no scenes, uh, no pictures of no border patrol agents on horses hitting, uh, 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 Latinos for trying to come into this country. There was another person that talked, but I just kind of cut that because she was babbling too much, but they said they had a job fair. And the job fair they had, they did not invite no Africans and no Haitians, no Caribbeans, no black immigrants. They'd invite none to a job fair, only those that was from Latin American countries. So it's not even about immigrants. They want to support immigrants over the citizen. No, they purposely excluding even the the the, the black immigrant from any help, and they prioritizing those from Latin America. This is what the Democrat party is doing. Then Brandon Johnson talking about $5 billion, but you have handle no money for reparations. But y'all talking about $5 billion y'all need for migrants. Then you get to the last brother is that when you bring this stuff up, they want to gaslight you and call you xenophobic. You're not xenophobic for talking about your tax dollars. That's not xenophobia. You have a right to say, Hey, my tax dollars supposed to go to, help out here in the city where I live. That's not xenophobia. Y'all need to take the sanctions off them people, sending people on back home to their homeland and, and them and all their children and let them figure it out. Because the way the, what I think the 14th amendment is right now, if they have them babies here, them babies are U.S. citizens. And they already, they've been having babies here because in New York they had said that they had uh, over three thousand babies born about a month or so ago from the migrants, and that's U.S. citizens. And and they and they parents usually can stay here because they're anchored here through that child. So the parents is not going to go nowhere because they're because that child's a U.S. citizen. So if you want to solve that, you got to actually in, in enforce the laws. As Representative Jackson said, the majority of them are here, not even on the right way to claim asylum. Because economics is not a reason to have asylum. But at the same time, they gotta lift the sanctions and let them people participate in the market. And this is why other countries are going to Russia, going to China, and trying to do things with them, because they're sick and tired of you of the US trying to stifle their growth. That's not really being a good player on the world stage. And that's why more and more countries are turning a w- against the United States because of what they have done to other people. Instead of treating every country as an equal, you know, a partner in the world, respecting every country. No, they haven't done that because I can d- sanction you. I can stop you from trading. I can stop you from doing this. And a the third, I'm going to go ahead and do it. But then, we as American citizens is the one that suffers their policy. Biden is not dealing with migrants. Is he? The no Senator, no Congress person is not dealing with migrants in their house or taken away from them. They get their salary, but you in Chicago, you're dealing with it. And one of the best things you can do is get those Democrats out of office in 2024 even starting locally tomorrow night tomorrow. There's an election right in Houston for mayor with Sheila Jackson Lee, John Whitmer. If y'all smart, don't you push Sheila as mayor of Houston. Don't y'all do that. Sheila needs to get out of politics. She needs to go sit down somewhere. She don't do nothing for the 18th district on Facebook. I, I was talking to people and they were saying Sheila don't do a freaking thing. She has never done nothing. Matter of fact, let me tell you about Sheila. So the people said that in 08, the people wanted Sheila to support Barack Obama in 08. Sheila did not support Barack Obama. She supported Hillary Clinton over Barack Obama. Now when you are representative, you're supposed to do what the people say, right? She was a delegate. She said that she's gonna go with Hillary Clinton over Barack Obama. And people have not forgotten that she did that. Now, at the time period in 08, I wasn't paying attention to politics like that, like I am now. But those brothers and sisters never forgot that. That what she did. They, a lot of people say they cool on Sheila. I'm like, Sheila, huh, she's gonna be in trouble. She's gonna be in trouble with the election. I'm definitely gonna be looking for them results tomorrow night. But the brothers and sisters got to keep speaking up in Chicago, New York, etc. Call out Biden because this problem didn't really get started till he got in office. Let's call it what it is. Trump kept him in Mexico. He said, You can't come over here. You can't come. Biden opened up the floodgates, and now they're dealing with migrants. Of course, they say Greg Abbott is sending them up there. Well, you know, you said you're sanctuary cities. There's no state, no city in the state of Texas. That's a sanctuary city. And so, but y'all still are fighting against it. Now, representative Jackson said Illinois is actually a sanctuary state sanctuary to whom uh, y'all not a sanctuary state to black people. And then he said that 200,000 black people left in the past two decades out of uh, Illinois. And, and, but a lot of, a lot of them left around Chicago, a lot of them have moved down here to Houston. I know people have moved to Atlanta. Some people moved to Dallas. Some people moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. Some people moved to different places in Florida. A lot of people from Chicago have moved here in the South. Why? Because they're sick and tired of some of the politics. They're sick and tired of what go on up there. But I'm with you, brothers and sisters, in Chicago. You keep standing up. You demand that sanctuary status ends for the city of Chicago If Brandon Johnson want to go ask for $5 billion. It should be for the citizens of Chicago, not anybody else who chose. And I keep saying it who chose to come up here. And then I got to do a podcast on this because now Biden them is trying to liken black Americans to migrants. That was the most disrespectful thing ever to say about black Americans. We're not enough freaking migrants. We, we didn't sit up here and say, you know what? Hey, let's go it on and cross the Atlantic and let's go it on to America because we just here is a better place. That's the story of Europeans. That's not our story. We're not no freaking migrants. No. That's why nobody want to vote for you, Democrats. That's why I'm watching every election. You better believe y'all lose. I'm reporting on it and I'm celebrating it. Because y'all are so disrespectful. You take from black folk, do won't give black folk a, a, a thing. But then at the same time you gaslight black folk when we speak on it, then you disrespect us, try to label us like we some doggone migrants. You're not no migrants. But y'all let me know what y'all think about, you know, what's going on in Chicago with our brothers and sisters here. And, you know, like I said, I'm not against Representative Jackson for, for, for doing this. I'm not. I, I'm not at all. I'm just saying that what that brother said, the main thing they need to do is, is round, take the sanctions off, round them up, and get send them right back to Venezuela where they come from.